0: Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast, it's Tuesday evening and today we're going to be talking sales again and a little trick that you can introduce into your business immediately to increase your your sales conversion. So stay tuned, this is the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman and this is Success Sessions. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. It's uh, what is the day? It's Tuesday night. I feel like I've <laughs> I feel like it's Friday. Uh, it's Tuesday so, and night, as I just said. I've already worked about thirty hours this week. Absolutely bloody exhausted. And uh, as I here at nine o'clock at night, uh, I've just pulled into the garage, and uh, I've got some more stuff to do tonight. Lucky, I love what I do, and lucky, I love doing these podcast episodes, particularly at night time when I'm tired No, I'm just kidding um I do actually enjoy doing them and, and uh it's always nice the next morning actually because I wake up and there's new messages or feedback or response and one of the things I have noticed um recently is um I've been getting a lot more organic messaging. I was just sitting here tonight with my ops manager doing some work and um and I was just like got like one coaching request or so one coaching application came in, another um, marketing campaign come in. Um, there was a couple of other messages about just trying finding some more information about what we do. And literally right now, because we're building out our business business sales team, I'm literally doing no marketing at the moment other than this podcast. So the only reason th- those messages and things like that are coming in are from this podcast, which is pretty cool, right? And I think it's um, pretty interesting. Anyway. Um, Topic for today's podcast is we're going back into sales, and the reason why we're doing another sales episode today is because this week we have started five new salespeople. Well, four and a half salespeople. Uh, we've got two people starting in business to customers, so B2C, so they'll be selling on behalf of salons to their clients. Um, the other two are business to business, so they're the people who will talk to you guys listening to this podcast about our programs and what we do, and, and obviously sell to you guys and let you know how awesome we are. And then we have what we call an appointment center. An appointment center is someone who um, does the hard work for the salesperson. If they're listening to this, they're <laughs> <laughs> like, um, But essentially, what an appointment center does is, they contact, so if you're the salon owner, they will contact you and say, hey, you know, um, I saw your application or you're in what we do. Um, you know, tell me a little bit more about your business. And you would tell them some more information. They'd qualify you as someone who's genuinely interested right now. So do you own a salon? You know, how big your team? What is your revenue? Um, are you able to facilitate 100, 200, 300 bookings right now? Those sorts of questions. And then that means by the time the salesperson actually gets hold of the uh, hold of you, not hold of you, that sounds terrible. But by the time the salesperson actually gets um, onto the phone call, Um, They know that you're qualified, you are ready to go, and the conversation is a little bit different. So that's what Appointment Setter does. So some people farm and some people harvest, right? Uh, Sorry, some people farm and some people hunt. And they say with salespeople, they hunt. And and, um, Appointment Setters, they're more like the farmers. They're the nurturers. They build the relationships and rapport and things like that. And so all five of those people have started this week. And a pretty awesome group of people. And today, I was doing pretty much all day, I was doing sales training. And... um, I always get excited when I do sales training because it always reminds me of a lot of stuff that I take for granted, things I use in my own sales pitch, um, things I teach other people just on the fly, but I don't really focus too much on it until I do sales training where I actually have to teach the theory side of it, teach the practical, teach the psychology of sales. And one of the things I was talking about today is um, something that's like a little bit of fun that you could definitely introduce into your own business. Um, and it's like I said, it's a little bit of fun, but it works. Psychologically, it works in sales, and you have to understand with sales that it it's always about the psychology. Always, everything is sales psychology, right? The difference between conversion of someone wearing a blue suit versus the conversion of someone wearing a brown suit is astronomically higher for someone wearing a blue suit, right? Using subtle things, but like one of the things we spoke about today is what is the word in the human, like la- in the English language, that it creates the most positive response and releases the most happy hormones, right? So most endorphins, most happy hormones, and creates much more of a positive response than any other word. And we went around the room and people were guessing, is it yes? Is it like amazing? Whatever it is, right? And the answer is somebody's name, right? It's proven time and time again. You use someone's name in a sentence, you use someone's name in your pitch, in your presentation, when you're doing a consultation, when you're doing an analysis, it will make someone feel good. And if someone feels good, they're more likely to buy. That's the psychology of sales. That's the That's the the reason why some people are really great at sales because they know all these different little things and they know that sales is not about what you say. It's not even about what you do. It's the psychology around how you deliver the information or the, wh- the way you structure the information or what you wear or what you do with your hands or the way you move your body, uh, use your body language or, or all of those things combined make up the psychology of sales. And if you know the psychology of sales, then you're able to convert a lot more. If you don't know the psychology of sales, then sometimes you're going to hit and you're going to get a sale and then other times you won't and you'll be sitting there wondering like why what, what happened like why did i why am i so good these days but I'm rubbish these other days Sales is all about psychology. So I'd recommend anybody who's listening to this podcast right now, like start to get into the detail and the psychology of sales and you'll start to sell a lot more. One of the things, like I said, I've I've mentioned earlier, one of the really easy tips and tricks that you can introduce into your business tomorrow is what we call a micro close, right? And so just so you understand sales language, you have an open or an introduction in sales and you have a qualify section, right? Where you qualify the buyer or discovery. And that is essentially what the appointment center is doing, what we were talking about before asking qualifying questions like, you know, tell me a little bit about your hair. How often do you get, how, um, how often do you come into a hair salon? Um, you know, is there anything particularly you would like to improve with your hair? Um, you know, if you could walk out of here and change just one thing, what would it be? Um, you know, like, what do you love about your hair? Uh, what color do you want your hair? What is the condition of your scalp? Like, and you ask these Questions you're going to do your own analysis and consultation. Obviously, if you're asking different questions, like how much would you normally spend, do you normally purchase retail when you come coming to get your head on, like all these different questions, right? That you're going to ask during discovery to qualify the buyer to see whether or not they are a buyer, to see whether or not they're a tire kicker, um, whether or not they're interested now, whether they're interested in the future, how much money they'll spend, all this stuff is done during discovery and qualifying, right? So, you've got your introduction, you've got your you qualify, your qualify. Um, and then you've got your presentation or your pitch. Right? You'll hear people talk about a pitch or a presentation. That's where you're providing the information. Now, just something to, interesting to note here, your qualifying and discovery should take up around about 60% of the call. Uh, sorry, not the call, the um, the interaction. And your presentation should only take up around about 20%. We do it backwards normally in the media industry. Like we ask questions for about 60 seconds and then we talk for about 10 minutes it should be the other way around you should be asking questions for five minutes and then just like doing a short sharp presentation of whatever it is you're selling so then you have your pitch and then you have your close your close is the bit where you're obviously asking for credit card details or you're asking the person's permission to actually sell thing, or whether or not they're going to buy the thing from you right that's the close and so you have four stages your introduction qualifying pitch or presentation and your close okay the close is normally where people go wrong because they can't transition from the presentations like this is all the information to you know buy this thing and one of the bad questions or the poor questions that people execute on is so do you want to buy this today right which is the worst question you can possibly possibly ask someone in a sales presentation because it gives them the option to say no or I'll think about it or whatever Um, it's the worst possible uh, question you can ask so that transition between presentation and close is normally where people lose the sale or get awkward about it and they it just it just doesn't end up being very good so one of the um a cycle a, a, a psychology sorry <laughs> a strategy that you can use to um overcome like the the awkwardness of transitioning is to build up the person's likelihood of saying yes throughout the qualifying and throughout the presentation on the pitch. So how do you do that? You use something, a little uh, trick called a micro-close. A micro-close is to get the client to say yes as many times as possible during the introduction, the qualifying, and the presentation before you get to the close. An example of this is um, so you say to a client, so tell me, how often do you um, come into a salon to get your hair done? And she says, oh, normally like every six to eight weeks. And you would turn around and say, so normally every six to eight weeks. Is that right? And they'll say, yep. That little yes is a micro-close. All right, so then you move on to the next question. And do you use retail at home? Uh, do you use um like ha- hair care at home? Uh, yeah, I do. And what do you use? Oh, just a shampoo and conditioner and a treatment every now and then. Okay, okay. And do you like your treatment? And they're either going to say yes or no, right? If they say yes, great. That's another example of a micro-close. If they say no, you want to quickly replace that with a yes. So when they say no, say, okay, sure. So if I could show you a treatment today that could really help to benefit your hair at home and keep those, that salon look for a longer period of time, would you be interested in me showing you at least that today? And they'll say, yes. So there's another micro close, right? During the presentation, you can say things like, does that make sense? And they'll say, yes. Um, say, did I explain that right? Yes. And all those little guesses, those, get as many as you possibly can during the introduction, the qualifying and the pitch or the presentation. And all of those yeses that you build up psychologically will turn into a big yes at the end when you ask for it during the close, right? It's a proven sales strategy. It works every, not every time, but it works time and time again. It's the reason why when you go to a seminar and they go, say yes, and everyone goes, yes, right? What they're doing is prepping you using micro close strategy. To get you to to improve the likelihood or the chances that they will say that you will say yes to their sales pitch at the end or their sales close at the end, right? And so, um, like I said, it's something you can use for fun. Um, try and get as many micro closes in as you can. Have a little bit of fun with your team by introducing micro closers throughout your sales process. And um, and send me a message on, int- on uh, Jesus. You can tell it's been a long day on Instagram or Facebook or an email if you're part of my email newsletter list. And just send me a message and let me know some examples of some micro closers that you've introduced in your business after listening to this episode. If you have liked this episode, even though it's been a little bit rambly, um, a little bit tired, uh, maybe a little bit disjointed, but hopefully you got some value from it. And hopefully you've learned something new about sales and sales psychology, and uh, you'll be able to introduce this into your business to close more of your clients during your sales pitches. So if you liked it, like, share, comment, subscribe to the podcast. I'll be back tomorrow for another episode of the podcast. Until then, I'll catch you later. See you guys. Bye-bye want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Official. You can also find me on Instagram by searching TheRealBee underscore Rickman.